in the know for Tuesday, February 9, the 40th day of 2021. There are 325 days left in the year. Good morning, MD, guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 103.9 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the app and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch. On YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. What will the weather do? Lots of talk about it. And bracing and trying to prepare for what might be in our future over the next couple of days. Plus, an additional look back on Super Bowl 55. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. She's the pride of Pumpkin Center, the heiress to the great mini burger fortune. She's Vera Wang's arch nemesis and the professional bargain hunter's woman of the year. She's Misty Embry Thomas. Hey. How's Misty? I'm very well. How are you? I'm doing well. Did you recover enough yesterday that you're ready for another round at the Super Bowl food? Because there's still plenty left over. If you need a Cuban sandwich or you... Me like the idea. <laughs> Is it here in the building? Uh, well, no, but I mean, okay, I can have, I can I can have it delivered can with I'm not horrible. enough trouble. I will tell you, the Cuban sandwich was even better the day after. I had a little bit of a, a pop-off that yesterday. Marinade and... Yeah, yeah just, I don't know, I had a time to kind of firm up and uh, and do yeah. the, do the, do what it does. So mm. it, uh, it was, uh, it was pretty good. Beach is on assignment today. So we, uh, say good morning and welcome back our dear friend, First Baptist Church, Litchfield knows him as their WD-40. Worship and discipleship ministry. Their name's Yukon Cornelius, not greatest. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. We lovingly call him Yukon Cornelius. Good morning, Yukon. How are we doing? Welcome back. Thanks for having me back. It's good to see you. Thanks. I'm a little upset. Why? Well... Was there a K-105 Super Bowl party? Uh, no, there was not. <clears throat> there was a Thomas Buckles Super Bowl party. It was, uh, it was, it was bubbled. Matter of fact, it's usually pretty bubbled. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have to put on for Jason and Misty. You know, if you come over, then I got to act like something. And so I didn't really, I didn't, <laughs> didn't want to invite you over. But before we get into, uh, other, other matters, do, um, I feel like I need to like stand over you with a rolled up newspaper and threaten to uh, to hit you, but my my board doesn't look like my board looked when what? I prepared my board this morning. This board you're speaking of, yeah, the board that's over my shoulder. That's not. I mean, some of that is my handwriting, but some of that is not my handwriting. Do you have something you'd like to share? Yeah. Well, the only thing that I, I think is worth saying right now it. Is the problem with the society is that there are people. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. Is that good? Well, I mean, I was going to say you're allowed to have representation and not speak. You have no. wine garter. You have no. wine garter rights. I trust if you, you no would more. Like to use your wine garter Ms. rights. Miss have- I trust you no more. I'm done with this. I just encouraged nope. you to release the truth. The truth would set you free. Big Shot thought that that was yesterday's message, so clearly he did not watch yesterday's show. I can't watch Mondays uh, so, uh, live, and if it's not live, it's not worth it. Yeah, because yeah. we act different in the rewrite. Yeah, it's, it's totally it's like old news. Yeah. You know how it ends. I already know about that. Uh, that's right, uh, Dennis. You didn't know the last Tuesday apparently that uh, I'm I'm turning fifty this year. Uh, Misty, you're acutely aware that I'm turning 50 this year because your husband turns 50 before I do. Mm. I thought you were 44. But in addition to uh, a couple of great American classics like myself and Jason turning 50, uh, these other great American icons are turning 50 this year. The McDonald's Quarter Pounder. 
Sweet. Ooh. The Count Chocula cereal. Yes, my, my friend. Frankenberry is 50 this year. Fruity Pebbles and Cocoa Pebbles. Wow. But also Hamburger Helper is turning 50. Ooh. My husband loves and still prepares Hamburger Helper at least once every couple weeks. <sighs> Hamburger Helper helps your hamburger helper make a great meal. Mm. I mean, come on. He says it's it's good on all by itself. It is. uh, (laughs) Oh, without the help? Yes. (laughs) I got it. A powerful winter storm is taking aim on Kentucky over the next few days, and where you are in Kentucky will um, determine how your experience goes over the next couple of days, but... John Gordon is the head of the National Weather Service in Louisville, said it's going to be a very active week. Uh, Tomorrow is when it's expected the worst icing conditions, especially overnight tomorrow into Thursday morning. We may get a prolonged period of freezing rain across Kentucky overnight. This one has been a puzzler for meteorologists because miles will matter. And this system is tracking... Basically along the I-65 and Parkway corridor. So the way that I-64 runs east to west and the way the parkways run east to west, really between those two is where the majority of the freezing rain is expected to be. But before we get carried away, Gordon points out, we're all thinking, oh, 2009. Well, he says not 2009. Don't expect it to be 2009-like because that was a couple of inches of ice. That was a... You know that, and it came very quickly, and it coded, and there were some infrastructure problems that were exposed during that. He says at most maybe three quarters of an inch of ice at the very worst portions of that, which I mean could cause some power outages, Absolutely. but it will not be. They don't expect it to be crippling to the level that we saw a decade ago or twelve mm-hmm. years ago, which um, many of us, you know, we've. We've sang that song before. We know how that goes, so we're all posturing a little bit. But now, you know, when you when you listen to uh, the Way 3 Storm uh, tracking team, uh, they talk about, you know, this changes hour by hour. If the, if the ice band just moves along the Ohio River, then we get rain, you know, in the mm-hmm. Twin Lakes area. But if the, uh, if the ice band moves south of the parkways, then we get snow. And so this, it's just going to – and we have so much cha- – you know, the th- weird that how Breckenridge County and Grayson County's weather systems are so completely different. And part of it is because they're closer to the river. So they get a little, like they get a different experience because things just sort of feed up that Ohio Valley and the Ohio River being the center of the Ohio Valley. So we're going to keep an eye on it and see, but the cold weather is coming behind it. So whatever we get uh, overnight tomorrow night and through the morning hours on Thursday is going to be here for a while because we're going to see temperatures that will be in the teens as we get to the weekend. That that cold air that they expected. Two days ago, finally gets here in three or uh, three days mm-hmm. from now. So uh, you just want to, you know, pay attention and uh, be prepared. Misty, I think I heard you talking about a little bit of a preparedness plan last hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, got some tips on what to do. Yeah, you know, the thing that uh, we probably didn't think ahead was fill up coolers or your bathtub with water, just so if we lose water again, you can flush your toilets. Those types of things. Yeah. Um, have some ice in a cooler in case your refrigerators go out again. <laughs> and prepare with food that you, you know, like peanut butter and canned chicken and tuna. Yeah. Last night. Uh, no, this morning I was thinking, well, okay, so if we were to lose power for an extended period of time, say we got a deep freeze and we got a, like, 
wait a minute, we just haul all that stuff outside. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not true. really. It's true. But here's the one that nobody's put on the list that I'm going to encourage so that you stay sane. Get some instant coffee with your bottled water, and you can heat it up on your grill. Uh, you know. Ooh, 2009, <laughs> I did cook on our grill. Yeah, every, I, all I, of us I did. certainly did. <laughs> I tested out the fireplace last night and mm-hmm. kind of got it working. And, again, it's, uh, you know, got to be prepared because that's a lesson that we learned. Mm-hmm. From uh, 2009 that we hope we don't find ourselves in that situation, but we're better prepared for it as a result. Uh, Tonight, maybe you can look back on the day's events in Washington, D.C. The president, former President Trump's lawyers are blasting the impeachment trial as political theater today. That probably is a pretty good uh, assessment of the situation. Trump's legal brief is a wide-ranging attack on the House case, foreshadowing the claims His lawyers intend to present on the same Senate floor that was invaded by rioters on January 6th. Going to be an interesting, interesting dynamic to this is that the very people that the House impeachment um, officers are presenting to the House and Senate, that they were there to see it for themselves. You know, it's like they don't really have to spend a lot. So here's what happened. They're all uh-huh. very, very aware mm-hmm. of what happened. And Ask AOC. Yeah, well, she's, she's yeah. got a, she got she a pretty was, good story to tell. Yeah. I mean, it, it may be a yarn. It may be the truth. I don't know. But she's got definitely her got story a, and she's sticking to a it, story so. to tell. So. You don't believe the politicians? Is it, uh, I didn't say that. No. I said ask her. She has a story to tell. I <laughs> did think it was interesting. The uh, his his lawyers, his new team, his mm-hmm. new legal team, him being Trump. Uh, one of them has already requested that they recess Friday at sundown and through Saturday because he's Jewish and wants to observe the Sabbath. There you go. I thought, all right, very good. Well, call timeout. Have the Sabbath. Uh, Also in Congress, Democrats uh, have proposed a $1,400 payment as part of the Biden virus relief. They proposed the additional $1,400 in direct payments to individuals as Congress began piecing together a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief package that uh, tracks President Biden's plan for battling the pandemic and reviving a still staggering economy. You've seen the willingness to negotiate on some of the variables of this over the last few days, including curtailing this for higher income levels, which I think is reasonable if you're going to insist on $1,400 payments. If you're going to lock in on $1,400, then you need to bring that level down so that it's not the Americans that really don't don't need it. And I do think that $75,000 is the magic number. And let's let's remember, $75,000 in New York City, quite different than $75,000 in Kentucky. So we gotta, they got to figure that out as well. And it's hard to do, you know, ration it by the state. Well, what's your cost of living? And da, 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 da. So finding that sweet spot where it's impactful is important. And then finding the income level is important as well. But I do think we can all agree that the longer they talk about it, the longer they play with the numbers, it is tantamount to the fire department standing in the parking lot at the firehouse trying to decide how much water to take to fight a burning building. Right. Now, if they send these additional payments, it will, again, be the third round of direct payments to Americans. Mm-hmm. And we just did one about five weeks ago. So I don't know. 
I'm sure for some people there is a tremendous amount of urgency, but for a lot of other Americans, probably not an urgent thing. But the longer they talk about it, kind of like watching the building burn yeah. and go, hey, look, that, that building's on fire. I wonder if we should do something about it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, maybe. Governor Bashir said yesterday 1,003 coronavirus cases were confirmed in Kentucky, which is the fewest cases reported since December 26. The new cases uh, increased the state's total to 378,000 and just shy of uh, 800, 378,793, actually. 40 COVID-related deaths, raising our death toll to 4,091. The rolling seven-day positivity rate dropped from Sunday 7.97 to 7.78, continuing to go in the right direction. Look at Breckenridge County. Breckenridge County is in the orange uh, today. I think those numbers can change day by day. Uh, today's today's total across the state will be an important total. Mm-hmm. Monday is generally a lower total because their Monday total is from weekend testing, and there's a lag in that stuff. Um I don't expect we can expect another number today as low as 1,003, but if we could get somewhere close to that, it would really start to spell out progress. And the governor said, keep it up. So whatever it is you've been doing, keep doing it. Unless you've been irresponsible. Unless if you've been irresponsible, then stop spreading that. the disease, then we need then, you to then, stop. Then stop that. <laughs> right. But the rest of us can keep up the good work. 26 new COVID cases in Grayson County, 365 people uh, currently in quarantine. Misty, you talked to Josh Embry last hour. Anything mm-hmm. new to add to that? Owensboro Health Twin Lakes Medical Center is bringing 600 Pfizer doses of the vaccine to Owensboro Health. Now, that's different than the Moderna doses that we've had. Pfizer requires it to be refrigerated at lower temperatures. There is a shelf date that's different than the Moderna. So this potential ice storm could change when that vaccination hits Owensboro Health. So just be be listening. We will bring you uh, immediate information when they decide that those doses are there. What they're going to do is take 600 names off of the wait list from uh, the health department. And that basically is going to speed up the next phase by about six weeks because we're averaging 100 vaccines wow. a week right now. So, Oh, wow. So, I mean, that's a big jump. That's a big jump. Mm-hmm. To be huge. able to trim mm-hmm. six weeks out of that mm-hmm. is uh, like when I hear that number, mm-hmm. see, you know, in my term, like in my world, COVID numbers seem like millions and right. you know, 400,000 people have died nationally and you know, there have been this many billion, million cases around the globe. Then when I hear a number like 600, I go, ah, 600, that's nothing. That's drop in the bucket. Right. But on a local level, <laughs> 600 a covers, a lot of, covers a lot of people, uh, including, I'm sure, several people I know. Mm-hmm. So that's a good thing. A Bowling Green man has admitted to molesting two young girls in Grayson County over a period of a decade. 35-year-old James Edward Colmore Jr. has been arrested and charged by the Kentucky State Police on uh, various charges involving children under the age of 12. He was arrested Friday afternoon, lodged in the Grayson County Detention Center. If convicted of all charges, Colmore faces more than 100 years in prison. KSP Post 3 Detective Courtney Milam also participated in the investigation, and the case was referred to state police by the Department of Social Services. A more pleasant story to share with you. There is a new playground added to the Litchfield City Park at James D. Bevel Park, the Miracle Museum was designed to stimulate sensory activity for children who have a harder time expressing needs and emotions. That's according to Tammy Saltzman with the Litchfield Parks and Rec Director. 
The Grayson County Chamber of Commerce held a ribbon-cutting ceremony over the last few weeks for this great new facility Mm -hmm. that uh, is part of the James D. Bevel Park campus. And it was a collective of uh, groups of people who were who came together. Uh, Misty, I think you posted this story. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you know about this uh, so, this project? Miracle Playground is a Grayson County company, and this is a new the sensory. They're uh, designed for autistic children, uh, special needs children, and anybody can enjoy it. But that's what they're created for. They were giving a few of these out to cities in Kentucky. Uh, basically at a discounted rate. The original price is 75000 but they charged 18000 So they offered one to Litchfield because they are a Grayson County company. And Litchfield Tourism pitched in 13000 The city built the foundation. VFW, another 9000 And then the James D. Bevel Park uh, family pitched in and made that happen. So it's Good. up and ready ready for kids to play with. Good. Looks like uh, something that will, as soon as the weather breaks, I'd say there are going to be a lot of people utilizing mm-hmm. that. Uh, the Kentucky high school basketball polls are out. Uh, Bowling Green remains the number one boys team in the state. Anderson County remains the number one girls team in the state. Elizabethtown girls ranked at second in the uh, state right now. And the University of Kentucky men's basketball team likely will be without uh, Terrence Clark for the rest of the season. Uh, says there's a medical issue involved. They will play Arkansas tonight. You can hear on K105. The Cougar Boys will host Davis County on Litchfield's Country Station 103.9. The Moose tonight, so we'll have some basketball. Try to get some basketball in before uh, the weather comes our way. But the rest of the week probably looks a little bit in doubt for anything that uh, may be planned. But uh, there you go. Enjoy it while you can. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way here on In the Know. Today is, listen up, Misty, today is Chocolate Day. Oh, I, somehow I knew that. Like, I was singing a chocolate song this morning to myself in the hallways. You just, oh. you just sensed yeah. it? Yeah. Just, I know these things intrinsically. If you overdo it on Chocolate Day, it's also Toothache Day today. Mm. Ugh. Yeah, well, there's a word jail for that. It is <laughs> Read in the Bathtub Day today. Okay. Except uh, mm. an asterisk, don't read with your Kindle. In the bathtub. Not plugged in anymore. Well, yeah, you shouldn't plug it in. The battery's not probably going to hurt you. Yeah. I mean, you'll hurt your Kindle, but yeah. I don't think it'll hurt you. It's not like a toaster. Yeah, don't make toast while in the tub. That's bad. <laughs> and it is also, perhaps most excitingly to me, it is pizza day. Mm. Yes. Saluting what is likely the world's favorite pie. Yes. The first pizza was sold in Naples, Italy in 1738. Mm-hmm. Mm. Maybe one of these days I'll go to Naples and find the site of the first pizza. Oh, let us know how it turns out. Be like going to Mecca. Mm -hmm. Yes. The pepperoni is the most popular topping. Yes, it is. Preferred by 36% of pizza fans. Mm -hmm. Only 36%? It's the foundation. Yes, pepperoni you have to have pepperoni. Pepperoni is good. You must have pepperoni. Yes. I think you can add on top of that. Well, I think 36% of people who require pepperoni. So, like, I wouldn't be only pepperoni. I am a – so I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily fall in the 36%. Okay. Pepperoni pizza to me is the fallback. Oh, so just pepperoni? Yeah. Okay. That would be fine. 
But I, you know, I, I need a something I'm a little a, bit I'm greater. I'm an only pepperoni. Like I can really? eat all the other things, but if it's just me ordering, just pepperoni, Same. straight up pepperoni. Yep. Huh. Thin okay. crust. Thin crust. Thank you. Over five. And we're back again. <laughs> billion pizzas are sold each year. More pizzas are sold on Super Bowl Sunday than any other day of the year. About 17% of all restaurants are pizzerias or at least serve pizza. Mm -hmm. And on average, Americans consume over 23 pounds of pizza per year. Every Mm -hmm. American. That's the average. Yeah, that's about right for me. Put it all together. I'm above that. Yeah, I think I'm above that as well. I had pizza yesterday. I'm on a carb-like diet, so I get those those carb-balanced tortillas and toast them. No, you didn't have pizza. I had, and it <laughs> was stuffed with cheese and pepperoni you had something and sauce. You were calling pizza. <laughs> now yeah. it's like thin crust. You put olive oil and garlic salt. We're on out it. again. <laughs> we're back we, out. We just we just got back in. <laughs> now we're done, Misty. I want you to brace yourself because it's chocolate day. Okay. But yet some concerning news that while Christmas 2020 just wrapped up, we're looking ahead to the 2021 holiday season, except for the chocolatiers. And the CEO of Hershey's says the company plans to raise prices on mini chocolate bars, kisses, and seasonal shapes for the 2021 holiday season. This is the first time these treats have seen an increase since 2014. He didn't elaborate on how much the price hike might be, but said it was likely to show up in the prices at your local store because historically retailers do pass along the increases. Mm -hmm. Hmm. I'm not mad at him for that, but I've, I'm a Lindor truffle girl. Okay. So I'm already paying for good chocolate. Okay. Are we back? So they're trying to elevate yeah. her, okay. Hershey's right. up to the – Now, yeah. now there's the Lint and the Lindor truffles. Yes. Oh, they are, they yeah, are they're, they're they're good. They're the best. They're excellent. To me, though, Hershey's is the, is the chocolate foundation to our nation. Hershey's is the s'mores chocolate. Hershey's is what you give children who want chocolate to keep them off of your lint truffles. It's the sustenance of the chocolate world. It keeps mm. things it keeps yes. things going. You can't necessarily afford to put lint chocolate or Ghirardelli in everything that you do. No. You've got to have the Hershey is the, to me the staple. Yeah. Got to have it. Yeah. But it's kind of like the price of sugar. Mm-hmm. Sugar is a commodity, but if the price of it mm-hmm. overall goes up, then you you notice it because you use it so much. Yeah, I've been to Hershey Park. It's an amazing yeah. place up here in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Yeah. So I saw how everything got made, saw the magic. Our church ministry assistant gives out kisses at the church office. So Hershey, if the price clear, is going up, Hershey's kisses. Oh yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah. Christy, sure. sorry. Just making sure it's Price important going to clarify. I'm concerned for her. Well, you know, <laughs> does that mean tithing increases to eleven percent? Uh, I mean, the Hershey's is going. Out. Yeah. You could probably the, persuade the congregation that <laughs> the increase in tithing number <laughs> give till it hurts. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotta the, have the chocolate. Speechless. I don't know what this headline: know. Organic Just Reese's ask. cups are coming to stores. Organic Reese's cup. You're all messing with the chocolate today. I'm going to need you to back off a little. This is, this was troubling and puzzling to me. Uh, here here's what I will say in response to organic Reese's cups are coming to stores. Okay. <laughs> if yeah, they taste no different mm-hmm. than the Reese's peanut butter cups that I expect. Sure. Then okay. Yeah, you. If these very at all, mm-hmm. then they should be canceled. 
I'm a little confused as to what organically sourced means. Does is this equivalent to like the pot browning? You may assume no, I don't think so. You may assume that candy and the word organic don't really go hand in hand. Uh-huh. But to be properly labeled as an organic food, it must use at least ninety five percent organically produced ingredients. Okay. It doesn't mean that the flavor of the chocolate and peanut butter candy you already know and love will be altered at all, just that you're getting the best ingredients possible. And again, okay. I'm on board with how that. you source the ingredients, how they're produced, inconsequential to me. Mm. If you can do it organically and produce what I expect, mm-hmm. you rock on with your bad self. But he's passionate today about If that. it's you touched his board. I'm not we need Sarah to pick us up about nine cases of these, and then we'll try them. <laughs> but I think if you overshoot it like that, you're going to do to the Reese what you did to the the Pringle, the corn Pringle. You came in with everybody their own can. Can there be too much of a good thing? Really? Well, if, but I think if you do that, then you're already setting us up for failure. It's going to be bad. Speaking of Sarah. <laughs> we did talk about Sarah's yes, Super Bowl. Sarah, yes, because it was announced uh-huh. in the uh, – oh, no, it, no. was, it was announced in the room – that uh, was it Snickers that yes. Jason. So Jason was telling that Snickers is coming out with a version that instead of nougat, it's brownie. Not pot brownie, just regular brownie. And so. All right, we're back. I okay, think we're Misty back. said, can somebody. I think Misty said, can someone tell Dennis Cook yes. about that? And I said, no. Can someone <laughs> tell Sarah, Sarah Cook <laughs> about that? I've bought nothing. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> we know. So, we're, so that's we're why we want to get to Sarah. <laughs> that's right. So I'm still negotiating for a snack budget when the fiscal year Thank ends. Thank you. Yeah. More snacks on the show. More snacks. More snacks. Valentine's Day coming up on Sunday. A lot of people uh, trying to figure out how to do it and how to do it in a socially distanced world and how to be, how to be in love for a day. Yeah, to, <laughs> make it till you make it. You know, this is the first Valentine's Day uh, in a COVID nineteen world. Yeah, at least that we were aware of. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, <laughs> we just wondered why so many of us were sick yeah. at Valentine's Day yeah. last year, and come to find out, maybe it was COVID. Here's some inexpensive secrets to the perfect Valentine's Day celebration. Yeah, write these down. Yeah. Grab a pen. Give me the whole list. Bake cookies instead of buying expensive chocolates. Okay. Uh, Look for restaurant discounts online. That sounds like something that Professional Bargain Hunters Woman of the Year would be on the lookout for. Yep. Cook dinner instead of going out. Plan your day together. Enjoy the great outdoors. Turn the phone off. Mm -hmm. Recreate your first date. Some options that should be inexpensive unless you had a very expensive first date. Those, a lot of those options were dumb. I don't. You're going to get into trouble if you do a lot of those things. You think so? Yes. Which one would get you in trouble? Oh, let's let's just cook dinner at home. Let's that, that let's just make cookies. Trouble. That means you haven't thought of anything. You got to plan something in advance. Go all out. Show the thought behind it. I mean, what was your first date? My first date was at Pizza Hut. Okay. Mine was at the Hardin's Burger Just track. pepperoni. The U.S. 60 Raceway? Yes. All right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's well, got to be, be a weird. You, you and Sarah bring the pizza. <laughs> that'd be weird to <laughs> do not on be there Valentine's Day. Day. I know, right? I don't on think On a Sunday night, happen. I think it's going to be cold. <laughs> the one thing you said, though, definitely turn the phone off. Yes. We've got to do more of that when we're together or we're not really together. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, here are seven ways to celebrate a socially distanced Valentine's Day in case okay. this right. helped. Some of these may overlap, but number one, order a takeout dinner for two from okay. a favorite restaurant. Okay. Uh, watch a romantic movie on your preferred streaming service. Okay. Treat each other to a pair of cozy pajamas and spend the day uh, cuddling, resting. It is a Sunday, so you might be able to do that in the afternoon. But in pajamas. Sure. Uh, Can you wear your pajamas to church, Dennis? Uh I could. Could, yeah. But I stay there? <laughs> no. That would be your last Sunday. Could uh, update my resume as well. Yeah. But bundle up, and if weather allows, take a hand-in-hand stroll through a park or favorite sightseeing spot. Uh, those who reside in climates that are mild in February could rent a small boat and enjoy a few hours on the open water far away from uh, others. Yes. And these are socially distanced. I love this. I mean, you could, there's nothing preventing you from being out on a rough river if you want to. I mean, okay, it might be cold. Yeah. Uh, purchase the ingredients to a recipe you both enjoy and prepare the meal together. And then uh, number seven says, take turns giving one another back massages at home, to which I remembered from the movie Elf, you know, the code. <laughs> you know, to eat food. <laughs> What's his name? Michael? No. What's Buddy the Elf's little brother's name? Um, no. <laughs> is, is it not Michael? I don't know. Maybe it is. It, 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 I, I doubted myself, but that's great. Now, take turn giving back massages to one another. You know, the code. You know, we're all just excited about a, uh, this holiday where we're asked to spend more time with each other. Mm-hmm. Uh in a pandemic. In a, in we a haven't pandemic. done it for a year. Now we're going to celebrate spending yeah. more time together. You've been, <laughs> you've been lacking that closeness. Yes. yes. <laughs> As a couple. Well, there is the other side of the equation on Valentine's Day. I didn't get to this story yesterday, but worth bringing to you. The animal shelter in Lexington is uh, doing it a little differently. They are raising funds by offering jilted lovers the chance to have cats do their business on the names of their exes. That took a weird turn. The Lexington Humane Society says donors can pay $10 to get some (laughs) retribution (laughs) for their broken hearts by having their ex's names inscribed on the inside of litter boxes to be used by the shelter's cats. Is this like a modern-day voodoo doll thing? I think this is the equivalent of having poo delivered to somebody's doorstep. Only not quite I mean, going quite that far. Do you get to watch far. it live? Are they I, streaming this? Oh, you know they sick. have to. There yeah. has to be a virtual component to this. How many times does Kitty go? <laughs> the shelter said cats can be spiteful creatures, and trust us, they are more than happy to take a number two on your former number one. <laughs> 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 That's good. Uh, I like it. That's good. Uh, I like it. That's good. Okay. Well, all right. If it raises money, then for the cats, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> We gotta get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Note. Take your worries and just drop them at the door. If an egg floats, it is old. If it sinks, it is fresh. Okay. 
I need that in my life because there's some eggs I think are questionable in our in our refrigerator. Hard to know. Okay, so you do what now? If an egg floats, it okay. is old. If it sinks, it is fresh. And just regular water, cold yep. water, just warm regular water. water. It doesn't matter. Room temperature floats. Okay. Okay. Floats. Throw it out. If it sinks, you can still oh, use okay. it. I'm going to do this today. Eggs are a hard thing to know. They like, are. Well, I mean, they've been refrigerated. They're kind of suspended how in time. Long? How do you right. how do you know? But we also know they're still. Some level of porous. Mm-hmm. You know, the shells aren't made of steel. Well, we take them out and put them in a plastic thing, and I don't know that they're getting rotated properly, and those in the back could have been there for six years, and we don't know it. Yeah, Ooh. I also you have know? a tendency. If we right. have more than a couple of dozen, I'm wondering, okay, well, which one which are one? you get, right. getting right, out right, of? Right, right, right. Did you stack the others? Yeah. I have a system, but if I don't put them away, then I don't like mm-hmm. because... Even if I do, I can't. Hard to... Hard to know, Don't but to try the old float test, and okay. you can find okay. out. Super Bowl Fifty Five drew a higher TV rating in Boston than it did in Tampa. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, made me wonder as well as everyone at the game, or like, why was there more interest? According uh, to figures, Boston generated a rating of fifty-seven point six which means that 57.6% of all TVs in the market were turned to the game. But in Tampa, that number was 52.3%. Well, the people in Tampa might have been watching the Puppy Bowl or something sure. instead. I don't I don't know. Would that difference be at the game in, T- in Tampa? I guess it could be. But nearly a year after he left town, Tom Brady still moves the needle in and around Massachusetts. Sure. Were, you can't – if you're a Patriots fan, you – yeah, the Patriots could have kept him if they wanted him. Yeah. They could have, they could have just kept rocking right on. But the Patriots said, "Well, we got to set sail, you know, try to try to figure out the future." And he said, "Okay, well, I'll see you." And went to Tampa and bought Derek Jeter's old house. And I'll be curious to know if, I mean, I think Brady will stay with the Bucks for at least another year. But if he keeps winning, then he won't go anywhere else. It made me wonder if Brady wants to go from. Town to town like a traveling evangelist and just see how many different teams he can win a Super Bowl with. Man. And, um, you know, just take Gronkowski with him wherever sure. he goes. I guess he's Gronk. Yeah. I'm, I was trying to figure out which disciple Gronk might be like. Well, Let's hope none know. of them. <laughs> Let's don't go there. <laughs> Let's hope none of them. The 10 most watched Super Bowl 2021 commercials revealed YouTube did stats through, I think, 10 o'clock Sunday night to see which commercials people were rushing to see on YouTube after they saw them during the game. So 10 to 1, Chipotle was at 10. Which one was that one? I don't remember. It said, can a burrito change the world? Okay. I don't recall, I don't I don't recall seeing it. I must have been eating something else mm-hmm. at the time mm. rather than worrying about burritos. Number nine was the Doritos 3D commercial with the, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, yeah I can, I can yeah. see, see that. The, the Jimmy Kimmel aspect of that was, was, the, was, so was funny. the funniest. Yeah. And look at Jimmy Kimmel cashing in on some uh, appearances there. Uh, the number eight was the Anheuser-Busch Let's Grab a Beer Spot. I don't think that's the one with uh, the heroes. Must be something different. Uh, Amazon, at number seven, Amazon Prime's Coming to America trailer. Yeah. Yeah, I can see a lot of people who are yeah. especially seeing yeah. it for the first time. Yeah. So I need to see that again. Uh-huh. Yep. And see all the great. I, I can't wait for that to come yeah. out next month. So excited. Uh, Dennis, your name was also mentioned. Uh, beyond the aspect of the new Snickers candy bar, when the Disney Plus 
Marvel commercial for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier Mm -hmm. played during the game, Misty said to me, is that your thing? Do you watch that? I said, no, that's a Dennis Cook thing. (laughs) Name keeps popping up. Yep. (laughs) Would have been better if I was there. Easier combo. (laughs) The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Looks great. What did you get? Does it look good? Yeah, it does. Highly anticipated. I think the storyline is going to move well with this one from the movies on. All right. Yeah. Get excited. Guess I can. I guess I need to warm up to this idea. It's no. you know I just lived so much of my life that Marvel wasn't in the Disney tempt. Mm, you know Marvel yeah. was an outlier. Like yeah, mm. Marvel, who wants that? But now, it, yeah, it's kind of like well, don't right. don't expect the Mandalorian. Okay, all right. Okay, all right. really taper yourself here and go not halfway down. Not yeah. Boba Fett. Oh or no, anything like oh, that. No. All right, uh, number five, the Paramount Plus commercials, the Paramount Plus Expedition Sweet Victory. Was one. Those were a little. So the whole Paramount Plus thing is puzzling to me because Viacom has invested a lot of money in CBS All Access and they own lots of content. Why they're trying to come out with another platform network called Paramount Plus, which they also own. And here's why it's puzzling. Because uh, Bryson DeChambeau was in those promos. Some Olympic athletes were in those promos. So it shows you there's going to be a sports presence on Paramount Plus in addition to some of the classic content like the Beavis and the Butthead and stuff like that. So I don't know. Why don't they – wouldn't they bolster CBS All Access more by bringing everyone into the fold there rather than trying to fractionalize yeah. or channelize the market. But maybe they're protecting their flank. Maybe they're saying, well, if we own two huge services, maybe it's better than right. you know owning one gigantic service. Uh, at number four, the Uber Eats, Wayne's World, and Cardi B's uh, spot, that worked out better than I, w- I feared. When, when mm-hmm. I read before, it said that uh, – Wayne and Garth were going to trade clothes with Cardi B. I thought, oh, no, I don't want to see that. <laughs> um, but as it turned out, it wasn't too yeah, bad. It was, it was doable. It's basically a, a robe. That they, Mrs. Roper's robe. But at the end, I thought that, you know, she's got that signature yeah. shrill sound uh, <laughs> thing that she does. That was good. And so mm-hmm. when they got to the end and they did their oh. their guitar riff, and she did her thing. Yeah. Like, That's funny. Um, the Cadillac commercial, the all-electric, so the Winona Ryder and the whole Edward Scissorhands thing was three. The Jeep spot called the middle, I guess that's that Bruce Springsteen spot, was at number two. No thanks. And then the Michael B. Jordan Amazon spot was number one. I can't yeah. believe that Gwen Stefani didn't make it. The cell phone went on there. I think it was pretty self-explanatory, yeah. and so people enjoyed it and moved on. Right. These were ones that people didn't catch all of and needed to go back deeper on. But they yeah. didn't show that Amazon commercial with Michael B. Jordan taking his shirt off until late in the game. And I think it was late enough that a lot of the female audience saw that. So I need to go look up that commercial and see what that looked like. But here's the other thing. I saw it when I was looking up ballet lessons on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Early on, I yeah. saw that commercial. It made me watch that. So I wonder how many people actually didn't search for it. And just saw it. It populated itself. Because it's possible. Right. The weekend reflected on his epic Super Bowl halftime show. Said, he said, I couldn't stop smiling. And apparently it took 250 hours to complete really? his wardrobe, which oh. is a red jacket, black shirt, black pants, and black gloves. Why 250? 250 hours. I don't know. Did he hand make it? Yeah, Dennis. What did you think of all? I know what you thought about her. 
you didn't really like the fact that she they needed to spend more hours on her wardrobe. Yes, she needed to you. more wardrobe. They needed some of the some of his two hundred fifty hours <laughs> needed to go to her. Yeah, uh, but otherwise, did you like the national anthem? Yeah, I, I thought both were good I, musically. I thought there were good aspects to both, and I think the halftime show. I recognized one of those songs. I didn't know who he was, but yeah. my gr- daughter Gracie sang every word at the top of her lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she knew. She knew it all. She Jeez. loved it. Yeah, without a doubt. Uh, update. I watched the SNL last night from Saturday because I couldn't stay up that late uh, on on Saturday. But it was a cameo during the monologue. He did an okay job. It's, yeah. I know you're all a big fan of, of his and his family oh, yeah. in, the, in the show. But uh, the update now is that Phoebe Bridgers, who I don't know who Phoebe Bridgers is, but I did watch because I heard that she smashed her guitar. Uh, at the end of her second performance, all right. It looks like Madonna for well, me. Well, it does kind of have some of those tones, and so, and so. Two days later, though, she says that the guitar that she smashed on Saturday Night Live was a prop. Okay, so Phoebe, I'm going to give you some advice from like an old school rocker fan. Yeah, if you destroy your if you destroy your guitar on stage, don't tell people it was a prop. Because if you're going for street cred points, like, look at me, I'm savage, I right. killed my guitar, right. don't tell people it was a prop. Like, oh, we didn't hurt any guitars, it was yeah. a, like, come on. I just leveled with Phoebe, she probably listened to me. we got to get to a break, we'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. Point to ponder for today. How do they put the lead in the trees before they cut out the pencils? Yeah, I've always wondered that. I'm not for sure. So if you have any insight, share. No idea. It's a it's a marvel, really. I mean, just think about it. How I don't know how they. Yeah. Do they have a little? Like it's a, voodoo, my friend. Some type of thing in there. Yeah. All right. So I guess I'm just not supposed to question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just All right. Accept it. it. On TV tonight on ABC to tell the truth, celebrity panelists Joel McHale, Cedric the Entertainer, and Malin Ackerman. Don't know who that is. But mm-hmm. on the History Channel season two premiere, I didn't realize I've missed season one. I might like to go back and find season one of the food that built America. Oh. The season two premiere is, in the 1950s, two brothers from Wichita aimed to build their restaurant, Pizza Hut, by introducing the U.S. to Italian dish pizza. Americans soon fall in love with it, but rival Domino's threatens to derail their success. Didn't work. Ooh. Didn't work. Ooh. But the pizza industry is huge. It is, because it's so good. should be like National Pizza Day or something. Like I'm going to have pizza today. I'd like to, but I think I'm not going to. Uh, today's highlight in history, this day, 19, 1825, the House of Representatives elected John Quincy Adams president after no candidate received a majority of electoral votes. In 1870, the U.S. Weather Bureau was established. Hmm. Weather was invented this day in 1870. Wow. There, was no, there was no weather before 1870. Very it, was just good. In, yes. it was just invented. It was always sunshine and 72 degrees everywhere all the time until 1870, and then we got weather. Mm -hmm. In 2002, Britain's Princess Margaret, sister of QE2, died in London at age 71. 
Birthdays today. Roger Mudd is 93. Carol King is 79. Joe Pesci is 78 today. Wow, what a what a great career Joe mm-hmm. Pesci has had. I mean, my first memory of Joe Pesci was in the back seat in Lethal Weapon when he's running around with Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I don't remember that. Yeah, he's yeah. not a fan of the drive-thru, if you remember that. <laughs> uh, Mia Farrow is 76 today. Actor Judith Light is 72. But in Casino, he was good. Mm-hmm. He's in Home Alone, you know, mm-hmm. as the as one of the bad guys. True. Such a great career for Joe Pesci. Travis Tritt is 58 today. Wow. Hopefully he'll get a roll of quarters. I hope so. Charlie Day is 45 today. And Michael B. Jordan, coming off his big Super Bowl commercial from Sunday, is 34 today. What was that movie I saw him in recently? Jamie Foxx was playing the other character. He was an attorney, civil rights attorney in the South. Michael B. Jordan played did a good job in that. 1773, William Henry Harrison was born. Carmen Miranda, born this date in 1909. I don't think that's why they call it Miranda rights. I think that's a completely different thing. Okay. Carmen Miranda was the Brazilian bombshell. Uh, Ernest Tubb was born in 1914. Ernest Tubb. My papa loved Ernest Tubb. Really? Yeah. Let's go to Chart Toppers and see if we can get to... 1961. The Miracles were number one. And then she said, Just because you become a young man now, there's still some friends that you don't Smokey Robinson helping out on the lyric. What mama say? Keep your freedom going as you can. My mama told me, You better shop around. Better make that list and check it twice. I'm going to say, though, you shop around too much. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, uh. People accuse you of being a frequent buyer. <laughs> <laughs> or some other some other words that I was cautioned against. <laughs> 1970. Dionne Warwick. Never fall in love again. I hate this song. Did she know that song was going to go to number one? I don't know. Why do you hate it? I just don't like the... It's just obnoxious. The, all yeah, of it. It's obnoxious yes, sounding. The whole, the whole thing. I like her as a... You, know, you do? As a psychic? Singer. You like her as a psychic? <laughs> yes, that's my favorite part of her. <laughs> 1979. If we talk too much, Misty's going to tell us to be quiet. It's my birth year. I just can't think of, you know, every which way to lose Clint Eastwood and Clyde. Philo Beto. Philo Beto was his name. I'm testing my resistance. And it's wearing. I really wish we had time to get to the chorus. I love Eddie Rabbit. I wondered where it was going. Yeah. I mean. That was back when they. That was back in the olden times when they had to sing two verses before they could get to the chorus. I had Jason's time. greatest hits Eddie Rabbit tape, and I thought he was chasing me. He just wanted his Eddie Rabbit tape back. <laughs> 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 Tiffany could have been number one as date in 1988. I haven't heard this in a while. No. Yeah, it's been a while for me. All the middle school dances. 97, the Spice Girls wanna be. 
Jesus Take the Wheel was number one in 06. And Mark Ronson, Uptown Funk, was number one six years ago today, featuring our good friend Peter Gene Hernandez. Oh, yeah. His friends know him as Peter Gene Hernandez. The rest of you know him as Bruno Mars. All right, MB's Prolo Wisdom for today. <laughs> Thanks for coming in, Dennis. Thanks for having me. Uh, is there anything blast. I need to know about this weekend? About service at First Baptist Church. Am I wearing my pajamas or am I not wearing my pajamas? Come as you are. Oh, okay. okay. All, right. All right. Come as you are, 10 a.m., 106 East Walnut. <laughs> now, do you promise there will be no Snickers? No, I don't mean candy bars. Oh. Will you promise not to snicker at me? I won't I snicker at you. You can sit socially distanced from us <laughs> and be our guest. All right. Don't wave at me. Don't tell people you know me. Six foot, man. Six foot. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. A right heart exceeds all. Mm. A right heart exceeds all. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. We look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. From Misty Thomas, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.